Hey, listen to Commander Kukult Podcast, episode 184. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. And we're going to continue the arc of the good vibes by talking about a deck that really pillages your booty. Now hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? A whole ton is going down. We're going to update some of the stuff and some of the new developments that we talked about our bonus show last week. We're going to talk about a patron submitted deck that really pillages booty, as I said in the intro. We're going to thank some new patrons for being here, but before we do any of that, we have to thank our official sponsor, FaceToFaceGames.com. Canada's biggest magic store. Very much so. I'm waiting on my order from them with the with the little um, the prize in it. You know, Ooh. did you make one of those orders? I made an order, but I don't I don't know if it'll have a prize in it. Yeah, they fell victim to having to cancel a bunch of their tour, of course, like Watsy and Channel Fireball events have recently done, canceling everything. The worst. Oh, yeah, it yeah. sucks. But but. Potential good vibe to come out of that is we have a little bit of travel budget that we had built up. A lot of it's tied up in actual tickets that we didn't get refunded. Yeah. Get this. So we, we paid all of our ticket prices, like 600 and some dollars, to get to <laughs> Seattle, which yep. is happening like Never. R- right exactly. It should have been right now or yep. next week. Yeah, we should be there now. Yeah. Because it's not happening, our flights were canceled, and they were like, oh, you can have your $600 back in credits to use in the next 24 months. Sure, we can do that. That's fine. Yeah, well, I'm sure that there will be more Magic Fest, and we will go to them. Or we can refund you. But after non-refundable charges and tax and your refund, your flight cancellation fee, you can have $112 back. (laughs) What the fuck? Fuck you, Air Canada. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, that's it. But that is not a good vibe. The good no. vibe is we've got this a little bit of travel budget that we can now turn back into some prize support, some giveaways, some good vibes to to kind of project our good vibes, to be the vibe that we want everybody to be. We will continue the arc of good vibes with some some prizing beyond the, the stuff that we kind of already had around. We're going to get some new stuff. Yeah, and you know what I was thinking of when I said I was going to be the vibe? What's that? Um... Tip vibe on. You can actually be the vibe to some cam girl. I don't know. I don't even know what that means. You don't want to know. Well, maybe you do. Maybe you're into that. I don't know. We've got a cam girl shout out for a uh, a patron thank you. Do we? Yeah. Do you want to get to it? Sure. Yeah. We've got a couple new patrons to thank and an increased patron. Okay. The Deech. The Deech. Increased his pledge. Oh, thanks, Deech. And what's so special about the Deech is he actually uses his CCO nickname in real life. That is awesome. That is very awesome. You're right. Yes. Yeah. We've got the Deech, the Dooch, the Looch. We've got a we've got a couple that actually use their real <laughs> nicknames. Yeah. At least they tell us that they do, and that makes me feel special. Yeah. As long as they they say they do, whether or not they do, I feel like they do, and that's what counts. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Of course, your patron shout out and nicknames, but is a is a Patreon benefit that you can unlock, I guess. At patreon.com slash CCO podcast. First shout out, Michael Schulman. I feel like we did that last week. Did it, we do that? I've Maybe? My voice is, to, it is like up 17 octaves because I don't know. I feel like we might have. We should give him another. Was like, it something about shoes? You know, we, we could call him uh, Michael the Tool Man. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Remember that show? Remember that? <laughs> Instead of Tool Man Tim, he's he's Magic Man Mike. Magic Mike. Magic Mike. Yes. <laughs> yes. There is he is. Is that the Cam Girl shout out? Because Magic Mike was a stripper. No, it is not. Oh. <laughs> well. All right. Next shout out, and this is this is um this is one I think you'll like. Kay. This is Nicholas Hogan. Really? Yes. Oh wait. Pseudo celebrity. Pseudo Nick ce- Hogan. Wh- wh- could he? Could could. Oh, could it be? Like, like Hulk Hogan? Uh, n- Nulk Hogan? Nulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Nulk Hogan, yes. Oh, I love that. That's got to be it. I like to know. What's the cam girl reference if he's Nulk Hogan? Is it because he's so jacked? He's just... Still not the cam girl reference. Oh, my God. We, we have, there's so many new people in the nation. <laughs> <laughs> Miles Mendoza. Train, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, be true to yourself, true to your country, be a real American. 
I'm glad that last part got in. <laughs> yeah, very much so. That uh, that you know what that last part for everybody out in the in the US of A, the land of the free that's going through some tough times right now. Yeah, and if you want to like if you need to smile right now and you you might go to YouTube and look up the official Hulk Hogan theme song music video. Oh, it's so funny. It is impossible for you to watch that and not laugh. It's, it's impossible. In, it's impossible for you to not love America if you watch that. Yeah, like it's it's the 80s was a funny time. People were on a lot of cocaine, and you can really tell that. Yes. Yeah, and it's it's fabulous is what it is. Yes. So M- Miles Mendoza, Cam Girl, Cam Girl Miles. That sounds a lot like a like a Spider-Man villain's name. Ah, a little like, bit. Like he would rob banks and drive away in a really fast car. That's his superpower, just driving fast? Yeah, he just goes really fast. Yeah, that sounds like every like late 80s, early 90s uh, that... Cartoon character that doesn't involve radiation or being an alien. You just drove fast. Sure, yeah. yeah. Or it's, it's this. It's the plot to every Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah, there's a guy that drives fast. <laughs> yeah. When did those stop being about cars and start being about like tanks? Like and, the the first one, maybe the yeah, second one, maybe the second one. I don't know. Listen, Miles Mendoza. Mendoza, last name, and the first camera I ever saw on YouTube. I don't know why I remember that. You always remember your firsts. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, no kink shaming. No kink shaming in the nation. This is not kink shame cookout. <laughs> kink with a C? Yes. <laughs> CCO. <laughs> oh, yes, that's it. Well, I hope I hope that that brings smiles to people's face like it did us. Oh, uh, very my, good. my eyes feel like they're swollen shut. I didn't mention it on the pre-show. I'm not hungover, but I can feel my face is swollen like... Couldn't be. I wouldn't be able to fit a wedding ring on because I was working with bricks and drinking beer yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit under the weather too because I haven't been sleeping good and it's it's pollen season in Saskatoon oh. and I have a like a, a fairly significant allergy. So even when I have my medication, it kind of slows me down a little bit. But we're gonna get through. We're gonna power through this because the deck is exciting and the show is gonna be lots of fun. That's it. So that's it. So this week we have got a patron submitted deck from. Christopher DeWitt. This is Chris Dimwit Meat Gazer on our our Discord channel. <laughs> I don't know why people want those. I don't know. I don't know. He sent us a Admiral Beckett Beckett Brass Pirate Energy List. Yeah, so if you guessed Admiral Beckett Brass based on the hint from the pre-show, you got some Ikoria packs coming your way. That's it. Or you're entered in to win if multiple people had guessed the oh. same thing. Oh yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, right. lots of, lots of times multiple people do guess. <laughs> So we can't, uh, we don't have that much budget. <laughs> <laughs> Should we read her and then talk about some other shit? Yeah. Okay, Admiral Beckett Brass is a human pirate for Grixis and one. That's blue, black, red. She's a 3-3. Three, three. Other pirates you control get plus one, plus one. And at the beginning of your end step, gain control of target non-land permanent controlled by a player who has dealt combat damage by three or more pirates this turn. I had to take a breath for you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so she buffs her pirates. Yeah. She... Steals Creech? Yarhar. Non-land permanence. Steals non-land permanence if we beat in with... Pirates. Three or more pirates. Yes. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. And usually, usually I'm so thankful for custom categories. No. But this deck has custom categories named in funny and interesting ways, very flavorful, but they make it so I still don't have any idea what the hell's going on. Yeah, I feel like our man Meat Gazer definitely just put the custom categories in here for flavor and just doesn't give a shit what it tells us about the deck. Because I'm, apart from attacking with pirates, I don't know what the hell's going on here. But you were saying that it, like, that... It's part of the the expression, the flavor of the deck is its custom categories if you were to view it online. Yeah, if you were to look at this, you would say, hey, okay, it's Admiral Beckett Brass. He's got a first mate. There's a first mate category that we'll get into later. And then it shows all the stuff that Admiral Beckett Brass would tell the crew, the crew is a category, what they are going to be doing. They have a, There's a custom category that's all the things that the first mate would tell the crew to do. So that's two of the other categories. And then there's a pillaged booty. Plundered category. booty. Plundered booty category. Just as bad if you were to type that into a search engine on a few choice websites that I may or may not recommend. Yes. 
And that category has all the things that I assume our pirate friends have stolen from around the multiverse. Yeah, they're like treasure. Yeah. it's They're and, all artifacts, that is. Yes, and some of them make treasure, some of them are just artifacts. Okay, well, if that doesn't help you understand the flavor and what the hell the deck is doing, listen to this. I have it organized, instead of custom, I've got it organized into converted mana cost uh -oh. categories. So, tell me if you know what this deck is doing. Okay. Based on its one drops. Okay. Animation module. Which is like a, a plus one counter card, and it pr proliferates. Sure. Cons cons consulate Dreadnought. It's a vehicle. Sure. Curse of Opulence. Okay. okay. Deadeye Tracker. There's a pirate card, at least. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that card. Gaunty's Machinations. I think that's an energy card. What? March of the Drowned. That has nothing to do with anything. That's, that's a, a pirate that's card. A that's pirate a pirate card. card. Okay. Renegade Map. And Sol Ring, of course. Of course. This deck is all over the place, but yes. somehow it works. Or at least I thought it did until I read the description in the body of the email that Chris sent in. And the last line of the of the description in the email he sent us was, and this is copied and pasted, I don't think I've ever won a game with this deck. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way because as long as I get to play the pirate, and yell, shiver me timbers at people, I'm happy. Wow. And that is a very meaningful demonstration of fun, casual, janky, tribal commander, CCO, nationalite, living his best life. Yes, the deck is supposed <laughs> to be fun, and here we are. That's it. So maybe we get into it based on custom categories. Sure. We Should we start with the first mate? Sure. The first mate is, I'm sure people have guessed this, Angrath. And we're playing two Planeswalker Angrath cards. I'm going to get you to read them because the text is very small from across the CCO control room. Yes. Okay, so we have Angrath, Captain of Chaos. He is a five loyalty Planeswalker for Rakdos Hybrid, Rakdos Hybrid 2. Static ability, creatures you control have menace. I don't know which one that is. They have to be blocked by two or more creatures. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, good one with Admiral Beckett Brass, because you can get in with your three pirates. Yeah, I dig that. And then it has minus two to amass two, which gives you, if you have a zombie token that has been amassed, a zombie army token, you put two plus one plus one counters on it. If you don't, you make a two two zombie army token. Yeah, you know what I like about Menace and this particular list? Your, your pirate needs to be blocked by two or more things. That's like one pirate and two booties? Or is that, like how many? That's two booties per pirate. That's a really high pillage rate. That is, yes, that like is you, two booties per pirate. Like if you were on the galleon that stormed the, the, the merchant city on the coast. Yes. And you all went in and at the end of the day, each pirate on the ship got two booties. That's like a high rate. Like, there would be people from other pirate ships finding you so that they could join the crew. Yeah, and you know what? While it works good with Admiral Beckett Brass mechanically, the flavor is not there because Admiral Beckett Brass wants you to get three pirates per one booty. Way dirtier. Yes. Yes, way more demoralizing. Yeah. 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 But you know what? Like I said, no king shaming. <laughs> This guy's giving us the finger yeah, in the other we studio. Just, we just got a middle finger from the other studio, old CCO salute. Oh, man. What a fucking asshole. You know who else we would get? Who's, you know who else is a fucking asshole and we want to give the CCO salute to? The other Angrath? The other Angrath. Cut him. Well, okay. Haven't read him yet, G but Give him a read. That's the, that's the dual deck one, right? Yes. That's why you cut him, because there's a better one that exists. Anyway, red, black, four for a five loyalty Angrath Planeswalker with plus two. It deals one damage to target opponent and each creature they control. Minus three, return target pirate card from your graveyard to play. Minus 11, destroy all creatures target opponent controls. Angrath Minotaur Pirate deals damage to that player equal to their total power. So it's good, but it costs six. That is a good card. Yeah. The, the things that that card does are good. The the six is not good. If it was like five, that would be fine, wouldn't it? Four it would be really good. The other one costs five, and it's plus one, makes each opponent lose two life and discard a card. That's not good, though. That's really good. Not that ability isn't good. That ability is good. I don't know. I think discard is if, good. If everybody has one card left, but if you get that on turn four or five, it's not good, is it? 
It could be. If they haven't hit their card draw yet, or they're top decking, and what if you're just playing like desperately? I guess if you're playing jank garbage, the other one is probably better. I take back, cut it, keep it. Sure, I like I like one to all creatures because that does kill tokens and mana dorks, which are like they're a non-negligible part of the meta. They are plentiful. Yeah, and I like the get a pirate back. Yeah, as the a pirate minus. back is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, if you could if you could stop little dink attackers from hitting it with its plus with Angrath, Angrath's plus, and then the next turn get a pirate back. That's fine. That's all right. Yeah, and if you could ever get that ultimate off, whew. yeah, the ultimate definitely kills somebody. Yes. Well. Maybe. I don't know. Sure. It's possible. It's fine. All right. So that's what Angrath, he's in the deck. He's doing stuff. Yes. And he he's is telling, the first mate. And he's got other pirates under his control, and he tells them to do stuff. What kind of things does he tell them to do? He's got Angry's orders. Yes. The first one of those is Angrath's Fury. Okay. That is a sorcery. Red, black, three, destroy target creature. Angrath's Fury deals three damage to target player. They don't have to necessarily be this like that creature and that player don't have to be the same thing. Yes, it's very cool. You may search your library and or graveyard for a card named Angrath Minotaur Pirate. Reveal it and put it into your hand. Oh, so we can find our Angrath. Yes. Okay. So we kill something, deal three damage to a player, and then get Angrath for five mana. That's a good card. Yeah, and it curves right into Angrath Minotaur Pirate at six. Yeah. So that card is going to... Fill multiple roles as well. It'll do some work. How about besmirch? Besmirch. Get smirched, asshole. That's what I'd say. <laughs> Until end of turn, gain control of target creature, and it gains haste. Untap that creature, and that's red, red one. So that's a threaten effect. How many of those do we have in here? Hijack, pirates pillage. Is that a threaten? Uh, uh, nope. Oh, that's a treasure card. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. It's got the. Is that um Kari Zev's monkey? I don't know. Because it's a monkey with a little sword and a like a conquistador hat on. I think Kari Zev was from a different plane. <laughs> is she? I think she's from Kaladesh, isn't she? I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't know nothing about this lore shit. Somebody hit us up. Is Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. She's right in the maybe board. Huh. Is she a pirate? She is a pirate. Oh. Yeah, she's dope as hell. She makes a little monkey. Yeah. Tricky card to block early game, hey? Yeah. Not a Kari Zev deck. Let's get back to the deck. Yes, focus. The f- focus. Focus. Keep it in line. In case we besmirch, we steal a thing, attack with it. Yes. Hell yeah. Brass's bounty. That is a seven drop sorcery. Red six. For each land you control, you get a treasure. Why isn't that in the in the brass's orders? I don't know. It has her name right on it. Yeah. I don't know. I Meat Gazer? We have no idea what's going on. You readjust this immediately. Chart a course. That is a sorcery. Blue one, draw two cards. I like that part. Then discard a card unless you attacked with a Creech this turn, which we would have. Because there's pirates, and pirates attack every turn. They plunder, and they draw cards. That's what they do. As we move along, we're figuring things out a little bit. It turns out you were right. The Angrath's orders section were just the sorceries. Got this. We are profesh. That means that the Brass's orders section is probably the instance. Could be. Based on the fact that Terminate is an instant. That is the first thing. It destroys a creature, can't be regenerated. Not to be undervalued that regenerate, right? Heck no. Yeah, there are things that regenerate still. I don't think they print them anymore, but... They exist, and people play them. Yeah, what's uh, what is it? Asceticism gives all your shit regenerate. Yeah, yeah. Or there's that uh... regeneration from Alpha, Beta, Unlimited, Revised, <laughs> Fourth, what? Fifth. What about that two-two flanker for two from Time Spiral? Whenever it dies, you regenerate it unless somebody pays two. Ooh, oh, yeah. Right? Turn what, that sucker off. What, what about Nightscape Familiar that makes your red? And blue spells cost less, and it's a zombie that regenerates. Oh, shit. Yeah, that could go right in this deck. What about Drudge Skeleton? Regenerates. One, one for one. Two. Two. Regenerates. That's right. Lord of Tressorhorn regenerates. There it is. Important. There. There. That is an important commander in my life. Pack your Terminates, kids. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next up is Steady Progress. Proliferate draw card instant. Spell Swindle. Counter target spell, create X treasures, where X is the converted mana cost of the spell that was countered, and that costs blue, blue, three. I like that one. It's um, free-ish? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's free, sort of. It's free enough. Yeah. What if you counter a one drop? 
It's definitely not free. Yeah, you gotta you gotta counter something worthwhile. You counter progenitus. Typically, you're counter gonna Draco. yeah. Typically, like you're gonna counter something that costs more than five. Oh, some like asshole's trying to troll me specifically by playing a talkthon worm, and you just spell swindle it. You just ruin oh. his whole day. And then you immediately sack all the tokens, just like, you know what, fuck it, I don't even care. And you I'm just so happy I countered that spell. You immediately call Brando, <laughs> just like it's silence on the other end, he's crying. Right? <laughs> he's crying so hard he's not even making noise. <laughs> <laughs> Next up we have Siren's Ruse. Ooh, exile target creature control, then return it to the battlefield under its own under its owner's control. If it's a pirate, you draw a card. Right? Mm-hmm. So you, that's kind of like bounce a pirate to save it, but yeah. doesn't really synergize with the 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 threaten effects because you put it back onto the battlefield under its opponent's control. So if you ghostly flickered, you put it back under your own control and you can keep it forever, like we talked about with the uh, the deck a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But this one, I guess you just want to draw a card if you want to save your pirate. That's like save a py- pirate, draw a card yeah. type counterspell. Maybe reset an attacker to be a blocker, draw a card. Like that, it has its uses. That's like a two mana cryptic command if you're casting it on a pirate to counter a spell. Like terminate your pirate. Ah, no, I'll sirens ruse it to counter your terminate, and I'll draw a card for two mana. Neat. That's good in this deck. Uh, reality shift is a removal spell. Yeah. Manifest their card. Fiery cannonade. Oh, this sounds like a pirate card. Deals two damage to each non-pirate creature. Oh, it is a yes. It is a pirate card. That's three mana instant. That's actually good in this deck too. That's a cool card. I two, like that one. Two damage is not to be underestimated, right? You can get two damage. I've talked about this on a on a a couple of times on the show where those two damage sweepers are way more valuable than you think, and they scale really well depending on the power level of deck you play them in. Because the stronger the deck is, the more dorks there's going to be, and that's more things that you can actually kill with them. Yeah, as you get closer like on the spectrum of competitiveness the closer you get to CEDH you start looking at the 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 Timnas and the all the mana dorks that a lot of the green decks play. Fiery Cannonade gets good. I'm not talking about like Fiery Cannonade being a CEDH card yeah. but the closer you hedge to that side of the spectrum, yeah, that does get good. And the, the more casual you get, the more soldier tokens and zombie tokens you're going to see and cannonade also gets those yes they're 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 cards i think are undervalued for how how much utility they offer you yeah uh, um, pyroclasm is another one right and what's the one with the fire that's raining down on volcanic fallout yes one of the best sweepers in edh i think that's three damage to everything two damage to everything can't be countered oh yeah can't be countered that's what it is so good uh, Croesus's Charm is the next card on the deck. Oh, yeah. This is a Plane Shift classic back from 2000. Ooh. Grixis, for an instant, choose one. It's a charm, of course, so you've got multiple modes to choose. Return target perm to its owner's hand. Okay. Destroy target non-black creature. It can't be regenerated. That's good. Or destroy target artifact. That is a good charm. Yeah, all three modes are legit. It could bounce something to, like, ours or theirs. Could kill a non-black creature, which is fine. Okay. If the creature you want to kill is black, you can just bounce it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Destroy turret artifact. Very useful. Yeah. Dig it. Uh, we have a Chaos Warp. That's we just going to kill whatever. You know, Chaos Warp. Admiral's Orders is the last one. This has Raid. So Raid is an increased effect if you've attacked with a creature this turn, right? Yes. Okay. Blue. Blue. One. Instant. If you've attacked with a creature this turn, you may pay blue rather than pay this spell's mana cost. Oh. Uh, and it counters a spell. Yeah. So instead of cancel, it's like Swan Song. With, except they don't get a bird. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Like I don't know. I think that's a fine card. If you're playing cancel that isn't an FU cancel painted by Ryan, new alters on our Facebook page every Thursday. Oh, for free, for free. Uh, Admiral's Orders might be a better choice because it's just a better card. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We got to do three mana better than cancel tribal one of these days. Somebody send us a list. <laughs> we will do that deck. We will definitely put that deck on the show. We will dump all over you and that deck, but we will tech the hell out of it. Oh, we sure will. Uh, well, let's do the the only unnamed section of the oh, list. Oh, yeah. What's that about? Enchantment. What's it, let's name it. Let's enchantment. Name it. What's a pirate thing that could be enchantment related? Uh, is that like when you go into like the grotto and there's a mermaid and she like 
doesn't have a shirt on and, and she's then she like entices you, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then underneath she's actually a kraken. Yes. And the, 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 the siren was just the fucking tentacle on the top of its head. Yeah, or she's just got like instead of a mermaid tail, she's just got like one giant, giant like crab leg. Or like a mace. Yes. Instead of a tail, she has a fucking mace. Or a morning star, or a cat of nine tails. That's kind of piratey. They used to whip guys that were oh, bad yeah. on the pirate boats. That's true. They'd keel haul them. Well, one time Rebecca asked me, she's like, "Why didn't like if the if the captains if the pirate crews were just four higher type people? How come there wasn't more mutinies? How come they what did they do to make it so they didn't take over the 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 fleet's captain that was hiring them to service the boat?" And I was like, well, if anybody was bad, they would be whipped until they almost died. And then they'd just die because, like, there was no yeah. there was no medicine back then. Or they would just tie them up at their hips and throw them fucking overboard and drag them along the side of the boat for a little bit. Yeah. Like, that was punishment. That's how they kept people in line. Yeah, they just, they, they fucked you up. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, like, the, the boats were owned by, you know, the Spanish Armada or the British Navy or whoever. And then the crews sometimes were for hire. Like on merchant ships, yeah. they just hired crews. And also, if you showed up with the boat after you robbed it, and this you had stolen it from the Spanish Armada, they they, they would know. Yeah, they would know, and they would do that thing where they put a box with a rat on it on your chest, and they set the box on fire, and the rat burrows its way out of the flaming box through your body. Oh, gross! Because they used to do that in Spain. Or they would just hang you. Or that, but yeah. they'd probably do the other thing that I said. Yeah, and then they'd hang you. Yeah, and then they'd hang you. <laughs> That's oh. that's how that's how pirates used to be. Yes. So Mermaid Cove. That's what we're gonna call the enchantment section. Got there. We we got the whole story in. The first thing is a card that I actually play in a deck now in Trove of Temptation. I don't even know why anybody plays this card. Because sometimes you want people to attack into your Kazool Tyrant of the Cliffs. Okay. So that you get an ogre. Okay, I get you. It's an enchantment, red three. Each player must attack you or <laughs> a planeswalker you control. At least with at least one creature, fucking each turn. Yeah. Now, now read the benefit, Ryan. Okay. Because this is a hell of a benefit. At the beginning of your upkeep, create a colorless treasure token that you can sack for a mana. End step. Oh, <laughs> it's at the end step. It's not even during your upkeep. You got to use it later on. You got to wait until like the end of your turn. You can, this card is terrible. It <laughs> it's like four turns before. Like four of our turns, four rounds of the table before it even pays for itself. And you've been attacked by three other people four times. What the fuck? Why would anybody play this card? Because you're playing Kazool Tyrant of the Cliffs and you want ogre tokens, Ryan. <sighs> and you they don't have any giant dudes, probably. And you're playing to Trove of Temptation. They're going to feel sorry for you. They're going to attack you with small guys. Oh, God. Just cut this card, everybody. <laughs> Next card. It's got a pirate ship on it. Next card. It's, it's got a pirate ship <laughs> and a cove card. on it. It might have been sunk by a mermaid tentacle. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> a tentacle. All right. <laughs> you have my ears perked up and other things. <laughs> Next. I love this card. Stolen Strategy. At the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card each opponent's library, then you can cast it, right? Yeah. Yeah. You steal artifacts with that, right? It's, well, you can cast you can cast those spells using mana as if it was mana of any color. Oh, yeah. All those damn treasure tokens were getting off of that trove, hey? <laughs> <laughs> you can just use your... You played a Norn and just use your mountains. I hope that we flip over three players one drop so in four turns from now we can cast them. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, stolen strategy is good, though. That's a good include. Inexorable Tide. That is at the beginning. Whenever you cast a spell, proliferate for blue, blue, three. That's a good one. I like that card. I wish I had a deck that played it. Honestly, L You I, know I what? Do. At five, a little bit of a trap unless you're like going hard on the zero and one and two drop category, which we're not. But this is sort of a proliferate deck when we're talking about energy, yeah. right? And it's a it's a casual deck too. Like yeah. it's not tuned to be super fast. And it's never won a game. So Well maybe this is why. It's got yeah, it's inexorable got a... tide and trove of temptation in it. <laughs> maybe that's why. How about Gaunty's machination? Ooh, whenever you lose life for the first time each turn you get an energy. Okay. And you can pay two energy, sacrifice Gaunti's machination. Each opponent loses three life, and you gain life equal to the life lost this way. Now think of that with your Trove of Temptation, Ryan. You are going to be getting so much energy, you could just sacrifice this right away. Yeah, and the sacrificing it is like 
part of the cost. So you can't even mine that. You can do it one time. Sure, you gain you gain nine life, and each opponent loses three. But who cares? <laughs> I don't. I don't mean to. I don't mean to dunk on it because I know like energy is a thing that you do have to really work hard at sometimes. <laughs> okay. How about era of innovation? Ooh, whenever an artif- whenever an artifact or artificer enters the battlefield, that's an aw- is is that am I reading that right? You are reading that right. I had to read that card a whole bunch of times yesterday to, oh. to realize I was doing it right. Okay, in this time, in this deck, whenever an artifact enters the battlefield under your control, pay one. If you do, you get two energy, and you can pay is that six, five, five energy, six, six, six energy, eight. and sacrifice it to draw three cards. Uh, okay. That's fine. You're going to get some energy out of it. We're probably going to get the energy other ways, and we're just going to sack that to draw three cards for two mana. Or we'll just use it to get energy. Yeah, I don't want to pay anything more into that card after my initial two. Maybe I'll play an artifact and pay one more, because drawing three cards is kind of worth three mana. So I could see that card costing three and just like taking an extra turn. That's fine. Yeah. How about Curse of Opulence? <laughs> curse of doing the Macarena, but nobody can see it? <laughs> yes. Okay. So that's an enchantment curse. Curse, kind of piratey, for red. Enchant player. Whenever enchanted player is attacked, you and that player both get a, 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 a treasure. Right? Yes. Yes. So whenever somebody, you, you curse another player or yourself, and whenever somebody attacks the cursed player they get a treasure and you get a treasure so we always get a treasure you always get one if we curse ourselves we get two no ah, you fuck. get you always get one that's why you don't curse yourself oh unless of course you're playing trove of temptation oh fuck in which case you curse yourself and then you get treasures every turn yes instead of once yes okay <laughs> It's a combo, Ryan. It's a combo. Oh, it's totally a combo. I'm not, I'm not when they do tooth it. and nail for enchantments, you'll you'll see people are going to be enchantment tooth and nailing for Curse of Opulence, Trove of Temptation in so many games, because that's the best thing you can do, and you can search for any two enchantments. I'm telling you. Okay. I'm telling you. I like that. There's no well, other. Well, they can. You can find. already do it if you're playing different colors with um, emergent ultimatum. Oh yeah. And then you can search for like Curse of Opulence, Trove of Temptation, and maybe like. Just so we can play five color, maybe like um, replenish to get one of them back. <laughs> I think it gets exiled, actually. Anyways. Oh, man. Oh, I love this deck. Okay. <laughs> Let's do Plundered Booty, and then we'll we'll kind of clump some of the, the crew, because they are mostly just pirates, right? Yes. Okay. Okay, so for the booty, let's start at the bottom. Let's Is start it? at the bottom of the booty, right at the base. Right at the taint. Throne of Geth. All right, Throne of Taint. Do you remember when this card was, like, good? Do yes. you remember when this was seeing play in Legacy and the foil ones shot up to, like, $700 yeah. for, like, one day? Do you I remember do. that? And I was, yeah. like, everybody's searching through their, their fucking bulk, <laughs> shitty foil boxes and bags yeah. for Throne of Geths. Anyways, Artifact for two. Tap, Sacrifice an Artifact, Proliferate. End of story. Besides 58 lines of reminder text and flavor text. Yes. Uh, talisman of creativity. That is the blue red talisman. You tap it, it ta- you take a damage. That's fine. Soul ring is soul ring. Sky sovereign console flagship. Wow, that's a mouthful. This is a six five flying vehicle for three five for five. <laughs> Thank you. When it enters the battlefield or attacks, it does three damage to target creature or planeswalker and opponent controls. Crew three. So we can crew this at any time. I, I think that it should. it's worth remembering that crew is like instant speed. Yep. Your pirates can jump out of bed in the middle of the night, butt-ass naked, and jump in their ship and start driving it. Yep. They don't even have to... Uh, summoning sickness doesn't affect it either. That's you, right. You can play a dude crew a vehicle right away. Oh, yeah, he's ready. He's yeah. already he's already sick from summoning. What's a little seasickness on top of your summoning sickness? Right. It's fine. Yes. Okay. Uh, I like this card, Renegade Map. We'll give it a read. Renegade Map enters the battlefield tapped. It's an artifact for one. You have tap, sack it, search your library for a basic land card, reveal it, put it in your hand, shuffle your library. I like put, it, put it into your hand? It's not as good as putting it into play, but What about Journeyer's Amulet? What about... There are better things. There are definitely better cards. I just like this the, one. The, the one one flyer for three that searches and puts it onto the battlefield tapped or into hand? This only is in here because it says map on it. Yes, it's a pirate card. It probably should be treasure map. That's fine. Or 
treasure map? What's the one that What's the one that they plan all those Urza decks in modern? Urza. Expedition map. Yeah, that's probably what it should be. Yeah, hey, that's a good one. Maybe it's in here. We have We haven't reached the E's yet. We haven't got that far yet. We've got uh, Pillar of Origins. That's a two mana thing. You choose a creature type when it enters the battlefield, and then you tap for one of any color to cast a creature of the chosen type. How about Gaunti's Aether Heart? Oh, baby. Here's our energy payoff. Okay. Legendary artifact for six. When Gaunti's Aether Heart or another artifact enters the battlefield, under our control, we get energy, energy. Cool. You can pay, what is that? 17 energy? Six, seven, eight. Jesus, there's a lot. You pay, you pay fucking lots of energy. You take an extra turn. You have to exile the heart. Don't care. <laughs> extra turn. Now you curse yourself with Curse of Opulence, and you have a Treasure Trove in play, and you have a Gaunti's Aether Heart in play. That's going to go off in like one round of the table. Combo City. Next card. <laughs> <laughs> Fell Flagship. That's a 3-3 three, three vehicle for three. Pirates you control get plus one, plus oh, so that's on theme. Whenever console flagship deals, or uh, sorry, fell flagship deals combat damage to a player, that player discards a card. And has crew three. I like that one. Yeah, I like that one. I, I like repeated card draw. Discard It's the opposite. <laughs> I do like that. I, I like that card. It's got Spectre. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I like Fell Flagship. How about Fabrication Module? Oh, yeah. There's got to be a combo with all these modules and things in here, hey? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. This is a three-drop artifact. Whenever you get one or more energy, put a plus one counter on target creature you control, and you can pay four and tap it to get an energy. So it makes your dudes big? Yeah, essentially it's four tap, get an energy, buff a dude. Yeah, or if you're playing Trove of Temptation and Curse of Opulence. <laughs> <laughs> And Gaunti's Aetherheart, your boy's going to get swole. <laughs> Curse of Opulence and Trove of Temptation give you treasure tokens. Well, yeah, but then people have to attack you, and then you're getting mana, and then the, the artifacts that you're getting are going to give you energy off the Aetherheart. Next card. <laughs> Dusk Legion Dreadnought. Oh, cool name. Yes. The Dusk Legion. Hell yeah. This is a 4-6 Vig for 5, Crew 2. Ooh. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's a conquistador ship though, isn't it? Not a pirate ship? You know, we don't we don't ship shame. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. We got another module in decoration module. Or decon de what the fuck is that word? Deco decoction? Sure. Decoration module. Two drop artifact. Whenever that's not an R. That's a C. Don't care. I stand by what you said. <laughs> We support each other in the nation. That's important. Especially this day and age. Good vibe. <laughs> Two drop artifact. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, you get an energy. Okay. Four tap. Return target creature you control to its owner's hand. This in an energy deck is the crystal shard or the erratic portal that also plays into your energy strategy. I wonder if there's a payoff for this with Norin. Why do you want energy? Well, I mean, is there like an energy payoff that I could, that's good by itself that I could put in Norin? You think? S sounds like sounds like a future YouTube Norin deck tech theory type episode. Who can say? Who can say? Who can say? Hey, you know what we can say? Big thanks to everybody who's been reaching out about editing and helping us out with some content. Hey, yeah, that's been like super nice. Yeah. I did not expect such a. Like, so many people to be like, yeah, I'm willing to spend time to help you guys. Like, that's really cool. Yeah, and here's here's what I want to say about that. Fuck, I wish I remembered to talk about that on the top of the show. It was even in the show notes. Guess Dang. I should, like, turn my computer back on. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm having happen is people are saying, hey, I do this and this and this and this and this and this and this. I'm willing to help. What I think would be more effective is if you want to reach out to us via Twitter, Facebook Messenger, th whatever means it is, email, whatever, tell us what type of content you'd be interested in helping us do. Yeah. I don't want to have some grand idea that I think everybody will love and then hand it out to somebody and have you not be passionate about the project. Yeah. I want people to do what they think would be good. Then that means that whoever's helping us will do a better job on it because it's something that they think they'll like and that other people will like. And it also means that there's going to be at least one other person that's going to enjoy what we're, what we're doing. Yes. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. important to have. Yeah. So huge thanks to everybody in the nation that's been reaching out. 
All right, how about a Cultivator's Caravan? It's a 5-5 five, five Crew 3 for 3 taps to give you one of any color. Not a boat. Although, I think a caravan is a... I think there's a, a boat called a caravan, right? I don't know. A caravan is like a traveling thing. I guess you could... It could be a boat. Sure. How about a Contagion Clasp? Taps to proliferate. When it enters the battlefield, you put a minus one on something. Consulate Turret. Oh, I've played all of these energy cards before. It's nice to see them in a deck finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I played this one too. Tap, get an energy for three. You can tap, pay two energy, deal two damage to target player. Three energy. Oh, pay three energy. That's yeah, that bad rate. Yeah, no, that's fine. No, if you have a way to mine energy and consistently untap your consulate turret, you can deal some damage with that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's not infinite damage, but it's a whole hell of a lot of damage if you have your treasure trove of Curse of Opulence Aetherheart combo online. I keep not seeing the combo still. Combo-tastic. Uh, we got a... We talked with the Dusk Legion Dreadnought. How about the Consulate Dreadnought? Different plane, same knot. Uh, They're both dreadnoughts. It's sure. It's yeah, we should play the Phyrexian dreadnought too, just to incorporate a third plane. We do not discriminate. Truth. <laughs> don't don't do that though. This yeah, this is a seven eleven crew six. Full stop. It for, costs one. Oh, it costs one. Oh yeah. Seven <laughs> <laughs> eleven for one. Wow. Uh, how about an animation module? This one is a good one. This is a one drop. Whenever one or more plus one plus one counters are placed on a creature you control, you can pay one. If you do, you get a one one colorless servo artifact creature toke. Cool. Okay. You can go three tap, choose a cre uh choose a counter on a player or or whatever, and you can put another one on. It's just fucking like proliferate, I guess. That is proliferate. Why can't they just say proliferate? You know what? This isn't proliferate because you choose one person or player. Oh yeah. Instead of choosing all of them and proliferating all of them, this is just a a one time thing on one thing. I guess that's fine. Stupid. Last one is an Aetherworks Marvel. Ooh, yeah, you got to know you're playing this when you're playing Energy. There's an Energy sink. Look at the you. price tag on that now. Remember when that card was expensive? Yeah. It's a dollar now. <laughs> so this is a legendary artifact for four. Whenever a permanent you control is put into the graveyard from the battlefield? No. Whenever a, whenever a permanent is put into the graveyard. It has to be on the battlefield to be a permanent, I guess. Co correct. Okay. You get Energy. Cool. Yeah. So, like, all the time. Yeah. Okay. Pay one, two, three, four, five energy? Yep. Look at the top six cards of your library. Six energy. Jesus Christ. God, why can't they just put six and then the energy sign? Right? Sure. Maybe they'll do that in Commander Legends. Here's hoping. Yeah. You pay six, you tap it. Look at the top six of your library. You can cast a card from among them without paying its mana cost. Put the rest on the bottom in any order. Neat. Yeah, get energy, cast shit for free. You know what gets all your energy up super fast? All those treasure and gold tokens you're getting from your treasure trove Curse of Opulence combo. <laughs> I don't know why you get treasure from that. Because they're artifacts that you sack to go to the graveyard. So you get energy. Oh, that is a little bit of a combo. Okay, yeah, I see it now. See we've, we've put it together. It's there. We, we've, yeah. we've built We've We've built the, contrap the contraption. The, the marvel, if you will. Yeah, the more you know. <laughs> okay. All right, let's talk about the crew, shall we? Yes, Admiral Beckett Brass's hearty crew. Can we lump pirates like pirate tribal at this point in Magic and Commander? Changeling and Shapeshifter notwithstanding is kind of like dinosaur or ooze or whatever. There's not a whole ton of them, and there is a lot of crossover in between any decks, particularly Admiral Beckett Brass, because you're, you're limited to the Grixis colored pirates. There's only so many pirates and I, then in that subset of pirates there's only so many pirates that you want to play before you just yeah. get to here's a 4-4 four, four for 5 that says pirate on it. Yeah, and you know what I sh I should say too that in Ixalan in particular like all the pirates were in Grixis or like 99% of them. Yeah. And if you wanted pirates outside of those colors like a Chameleon Colossus or a Mirror Entity those are pirates but they they don't fit, so like all the pirates are the same pirates as in any other Admiral Beckett Brass. Not to hate on it, because it is an under-serviced, underutilized tribe. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll get. I'm sure we'll see more of them because they're Commander a, Legends, man. Well, I mean, there's pirate is something you can print on virtually any plane that has water, or any plane where stuff's getting stolen. You're a pirate if you're stealing something. Yeah, right? that's that's all of them. That's all of them. 
There could yeah. be pirates everywhere. Yeah. Right? Pir- so, pirate tribal could be like your your threatened that only steals an artifact. It could be your sorcery tribal pirate, right? And it could be like steal an artifact. Doesn't get creatures because then you'd be... Kidnappers. Kidnappers. Although pirates were kidnappers too. They definitely kidnapped people. Yeah, I suppose. Hey? Yeah. Hold them hostage and shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, hostage taker probably in the list. It, there it is. Right there, there it is. Okay, that's the first pirate. <laughs> yeah, hostage taker is... Do tell. Two, three for four. When it enters the battlefield, exile target creature, artifact or creature until hostage taker leaves the battlefield. You may cast that card for as long as you control it and blah, blah, blah. It like lets you steal something and fucking cast it. You O-ring a thing and then you can play it and then you have it. But if this dies before you play it, they get their thing back. That was a hot standard card, wasn't it? I think it might have been. That's ah, fine. Yeah. Let's, let's clump pirates. It's you know what? It's still six bucks, so it must be a something card. Let's let, we'll do it quick. We'll go through them. We'll say how big they are and what they do. Okay. We got a tomb robber. One one menace for three. Discard a card. It uh, explores, which is like reveal the top card of your library. If it's a land, you can put a plus one and then you put it in your graveyard. Skyship plunderer. Or on the bottom of your library, right? Yeah. With explore. No, you put it back or into your graveyard. That's what it is. Yes. Got there. Skyship plunder flying. Two, one for two. When it deals combat damage to a player for each kind of counter on target permanent or player, give that one. Oh, it proliferates. Sort of. Rowdy crew. It's a pirate. Three, three trample for four. When it enters the battlefield, draw three cards and discard two cards at random. If the two share a type, right? Yep. You put two plus one plus one counters on a rowdy crew. I don't know why that's a mythic rare. Oh yeah, let's. We've had this exact discussion before. I see that discussion for why that's terrible. How about Kuka Mesa Pirates? There we go. There's a Mirage Pirate. I think we played this, and it was a card of the week in the last time we did Admiral Beckett Brass. I think it was too. There's a two-two for four. When it attacks and isn't blocked, you may choose to have it deal no combat damage to defending player this turn. If you do gain control of target artifact that player controls, that just steals an artifact, just like what I said. Yeah, yeah, it does okay. exactly. Just, then we talked about hostage taker, glint sleeve siphoner. Ooh, wow. Easy for me to say. Enters a battlefield or attacks, you get energy. It's got menace, so it's safe to attack, even though it's a 2-1 because they have to block it twice. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you pay energy, energy, you draw a card and lose a life. Sure. That's fine. Glinthorn Buccaneer. Ooh. This is a 2-4 haste for 3, red, red, 1. Whenever you discard a card, it deals 1 damage to each opponent, and you could pay red, 1, discard a card to draw a card, activate this ability only if it's attacking. Fine. That's okay. Forerunner of the coalition. That lets you search your library for a pirate put on top. And when it enters the battlefield, each opponent loses one life. Whenever another pirate oh, enters okay. the battlefield loses a life. Yeah. Uh, Flux Channeler. Not a pirate. Not a pirate. Human wizard can't even mutate onto it. Worst. I don't know why that's relevant, but when you cast a non creature spell, proliferate. Nice. Yes. Fathom Fleet Captain. This guy's jacked. Yeah, he's got Menace 2-1 for 2. When he attacks, if you control another non-token pirate. These are hard to read. You can pay 2. If you do, you get a pirate. With Menace. Oh, yeah. So he just makes more of himself. Except, like, he's the captain, but the other guys are bigger. He makes better versions of himself. (laughs) Okay. Oh, man. Dire Fleet Ravager. Oh, yeah. Menace Death Touch 4-4 for 5. When it attacks... When it enters the battlefield, each player loses a third of their life total rounded up. Oh. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good one. Dire Fleet Neckbreaker. Ooh. Other uh, attacking pirates you control get plus two, plus one, and that's, or plus two, plus, oh. That's a three, two for four. That's a five, two when it's attacking for four. That's pretty good. Yeah, because it doesn't say other. That's really good. I like this guy too, Dire Fleet Daredevil. Yeah, 2-1 first strike. When it enters the battlefield, exile target instant or sorcery card from an opponent's graveyard. You may cast that card until end of turn, and you can spend mana as though or mana of any type to cast it. Yeah. Okay. How about Dire Fleet Captain? Whenever Dire Fleet Captain attacks, it gets plus one until end of turn for each other attacking pirate. Deadeye Tracker. Exile the top card of your uh, opponent's graveyard, and then he explores. So you can get him big and whatever. Deadeye Quartermaster. Ugh. Enters the battlefield. You can search your library for an equipment or vehicle. Reveal it, put it into your hand. That is the four drop uh, sort of trinket mage, treasure mage, trophy mage? Sure. Except it's a pirate that does pirate shit. Yeah. 
dead eye plunderers. Oh, which eye plunderer? Stink eye plunderer? Sure. Three, three for five. Dead eye plunderer gets plus one, plus one for each artifact you control, and you can choose, uh, you can create a, a treasure for four mana. Now imagine how good that would be when your treasure trove Curse of Opulence combo is online. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> All it right, would we get big. We got a brown eye brawler. <laughs> it's a two, two for four death touch. Ascend. If you have the city's blessing, it's like 10 or more permanents. It's ascend. Whenever Brown Eye Brawler deals combat damage, if you have the city's blessing, draw a card. And everybody knows what the plan is to get to that city's blessing 10 permanents. Yes, 100%. Right? Because you've got four land, that's four. You've got this guy, that's five. Then you've got Treasure Trove, that's six. You've got Curse of Opulence, that's seven. One round to the table. you got three treasures. Oh, Boom. God. God. <laughs> How about Daring Saboteur? You can pay three so it can't be blocked, and when it deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. That's a Fidian, right? It deals damage. You draw a card, discard a card. It's a merfolk looter. Oh, yeah. Except it's a pirate. Uh, crafty cut purse or crafty coin purse. Yes, these are all dirty. Yeah. 2-2 two, two flash for four. When it enters the battlefield, if somebody was going to get tokens, instead we flash it in, we get the tokens. I like that. Yes. Take and that. that counts for treasure tokens, too. Yes, so it does. just in case somebody else has a Curse of Opulence and Trove of Temptation combo online, <laughs> we get those treasures. Next card. <laughs> but captivating crew. That's a 4-3 four, 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 for 4. You can pay 4 to threaten something. You steal it for a turn against haste. Give it back at the end of the turn. Like it. Yeah. Captain Lannery Storm. I like this guy, too. Or girl. 2-2 two, two for 3 with haste? When it attacks, you get a treasure toke, and you can sacrifice a treasure to give Captain Lannery Storm plus one, plus zero oh until end of turn. I kind of want to play that in my uh, uh, Seven Dwarves deck, because it gives me another token. Yeah, that's, that'd be okay. That's a neat one. It's I like got to it. attack. That's true, but usually slip one in there. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Google that. Don't at all. Angrath's Marauders. This is a hell of a card. Yeah, four four for seven. So it's probably got it's probably got an upside. But probably makes you discard your hand. But it's in red. So yeah. if a source you control deal damage to a permanent or player, it deals double that damage instead. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a damage doubler that happens to be a pirate that we can find with various pirate finding things. That's the deck. Yeah. T tutors. Probably one, right? There's three. Is there three? Yeah, there's the one that finds a vehicle or equipment. Oh, there's yeah. There's one that finds a pirate, and there's one that finds Angrath, Angrath. Minotaur Pirate. I'm not counting that one, because that one is a removal spell that finds us a bad planeswalker. So I'm going to count two tutors. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Budget deck, I think. $104. I think that's budget, right? Definitely. These days, that is 100% budget. I think so. The most expensive custom category is the lands category, and... There's a bunch of $1 and $2 lands that could maybe just be basics based on the length of time this this deck wants to play a game of Magic for. It doesn't need perfect mana, so you could save maybe 15 or 20 bucks out of your land section and have it be, you know, uh, an $80 deck, which is very budget, I think. Yeah. It's, again, especially these days, you pay enough $50 or 50 cent cards, your deck's going to cost you 50 bucks, right? Yeah. Like, it's just... The nature of the format, and if you're going to buy online with a click buy deck now option, you're usually going to pay 50 bucks for a deck. Between 50 and 100. Yeah. And I would say close to 100. I wonder what, uh, maybe we've got to get the guys at EDH RecCast to tell us, what is the average price of buy deck now on all of EDH Rec? What is that price? That's a good stat. That, that is an interesting stat. What I like is, that. I wonder if Watsi knows that through EDH Rec data. What is the average price? And that's how they, that's what informs them on reprints that uh, they want to put into commander commander sealed product. If stores are going to price gouge and this is this is a different topic, but if stores are going to price gouge on top of like the 40 or 50 dollar commander precon, to what point can they price gouge based on reprints based on the actual average deck price that people are building? Wonder what that wonder what that stat is. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Anyways, strengths and weaknesses. Strengths and weaknesses. Budget Jank, commander, tribal, pirate, doesn't win. Also, a weakness. <laughs> <laughs> it's also fun. You can tell that the deck is fun. And you can tell from the write-up that the guy sent us that he has fun with it. So the deck has something going for it, just based on that. Yeah. 
very much so. Now, before my computer runs out of batteries, 1114 Admiral Beckett brass decks on EDHREC.com. Makes her the sixth, mo sixth most popular Griff Griffith? Grixis commander, putting her right above Jaleva, Narcophilia's scourge, and Inala Archmage's ritualist. Sure. <laughs> I don't know if you said any of those words I, right, but I, I don't think I said any of them, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, she's number six of all time in Grixis. 3.20 average CMC, so that's fine. Lots of them, lots of those limited and standard playable pirates cost two or three, so that's keeping our curve low. That's good. Always have something to do early game despite not playing a whole ton of mana rocks. Okay. Computer just died. Excellent. I want to say something in the realm of 37 unique or different cards in this list than the average Admiral Beckett brass list or the stock page of EDHREC.com. That's pretty solid given that there are 23 cards in the Me Hardy Crew section that I'll bet you were all in the stock list. Yes, yes. I think all of the pirates were, but there are way more pirates than what we're playing. We're not playing things like the, the Signets yeah. to get that mana. We're not playing things like Dockside Extortionist, right. which is a pirate. Is he a pirate? Yes, Fuck Goblin yeah, Pirate. That is yep. awesome. So you punch it all into the spice calculator. If memory serves me correctly, we had a 43. That's pretty good. It's fine because we're an underserviced tribe, so we do have to play a lot of matching cards there. It's fine based on having two tutors. It would probably go up to about 50 if we, if we counted it. Like one tutor. Right. Right. If but there are technically one. three, so we did cut one. Yes. So we cut one because it finds only one card and the card sucks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I like the list. We we made some concessions in the spice calculator, but we know we'll give this one honors because we're so close to fifty. We're gonna give it honors because it plays. Trove of Temptation, Curse of Opulence combo, <laughs> Ryan. Quite possibly the most powerful mono red enchantment based combo in the history of Magic the Gathering. Uh, you're starting to convince me. <laughs> you're starting to convince me. See, if me. I say something enough times, eventually you're just going to be like, yes, that is the truth. I and suppose. And then everybody will believe it. That is how, that is how advertising works. Yep. I think that's, that's, that's how a lot of... It's Cam right. Campaigning works. Just the more the more I can put it right front and center, right in front of your face, the more you're going to start to believe it. That's how social media works. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the Richard Gere story, right? Did Richard Gere have a gerbil in his bum? Who can say at this point? You know what? No kink shaming. <laughs> <laughs> it's not kink shaming. It's, is, it, is it a true story or not? Because I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is... This the, deck is sweet, and yeah, I'm glad we talked about it today. That's what's... Yes. The, what I do know is the energy decks that I've played in the past, out in the wild, have been a lot of fun to watch and to interact with. Pirate decks are mostly just pirate decks, but when you can mix it with a, a cool sub-theme like energy and do things like Trove of Temptation, Curse of Opulence to get <laughs> yes. lots of treasures, yes, that would make for a fun and interesting game. Yes, I mean, and even if you don't win, again, as long as you're having fun, then you win on the inside. And then you win every yeah, game. If I you love have, winning on the inside. Yeah, if you have fun in every game you play, you never really lose, unless you're playing for prizes, in which case you probably play a different deck. Yes, and you know what? I had somebody contact me on, uh, maybe it was Twitter, maybe it was wherever, asking about, you know, I get hated out, it's always 3v1, I like to play more competitive, and I said, you know what, you're going to have to eat crow. You're going to have to lose a whole bunch. You're going to have to build powered down decks and still lose because people fall back on like their their standard MO of kill this player first a lot of times. This is the kind of deck that if you know it never wins, but it's still a hell of a lot of fun to play with and against, this is the exact reason that, that CCO Nation is so great because there's so many decks like this that are going to help players have a good-ass time. Yeah, everybody in the pod's going to have fun because you know the guy's saying all sorts of piratisms. He's probably got a little stuffed parrot that he wears on his shoulder, and if he doesn't, feel free to do that, he's, he, he He's tied his foot up to his bum, and he's put his knee into like a toilet plunger so it looks like he has a peg leg. Yeah, dude. Like There's <laughs> yeah. all sorts of fun you can have with you can wear an eye patch. Yes. There's all sorts of fun things that you could do to play with this. Do you have a hook hand? Oh, I love a good hook hand. Although, could you do a you could do a hook hand? We've had a hook hand discussion before on this show that yeah. did not end in anything savory on the Google front. That so, does definitely sound like something that we would 
talk about on the show, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the truth. Final thought of the day. Final thought of the day. Do not Google anything to do with hook hands or pillaging booty, either three-on-one or two-on-one. It's just not something that you're probably going to want to see this afternoon. It's a beautiful day. Get out and enjoy it. Especially two-on-one. Two booties on one? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's rough. It gets raw when you're doing that kind of stuff. So... We've already said basically everything we can say about the deck. It's lots of fun, and at the end of the day, that's all that really matters when you're building decks that you can have fun with and stuff your friends can have fun with, and things are going to make every game you play into an adventure, and pirates have all kinds of adventures, which is super-duper fun. On that note, big thanks to our official sponsors, Face2FaceGames.com. They are Canada's biggest magic store. They're helping us keep the lights on for you. Thank you for inviting us back into your ear holes and whatever other holes you invite us into every week for another show. And we'll be back again next week with some more good vibes and another deck on another episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! (laughs) 